I know oh, you like that. How long you been back, man? Girl. Are we gonna tell them why we've been missing? I think you should tell them. Well, I gotta tell them personally. No, you need to tell them. I live it. We tell them everything. Everything. We might as well. Bearing our souls. It's the sensible society. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So we're gonna have we to. We can t- both tell them. Okay, we can tell them together. We okay. can tell them everything. All right. Cool. Uh, are we recording, bitch? Yes. Um, yo, sexable society. It's your girl KT Miller and Janae Duckett, and this is Sizable Sex Podcast. Yes, sir. Back at it again with the episode. Yes, yes. Whoo. Yeah. You yeah. You had to take that. Yeah. Yeah. I needed that. Yeah. I feel you. If we gonna go there, we gonna go all the way there. We're we're gonna have to go there because we have been MIA since May. May. Since our birthday. Right. We dropped our um quickie episode. Mm-hmm. Hustle and motivate. Right. Again, rest in peace to the great nip. Rest in peace. But and then we weren't heard from again right. until now. I mean, we went live a couple of times. We did you know go live to show our faces, but like as far as Surprise, the podcast bitch. community, we have not. No, we haven't put out any content. No, and we pride ourselves in being real and raw. Yep, transparent. Transparent, yes. So I feel like we're gonna have to give that to the sensible society because. Not only do we owe them that, but we just owe that to ourselves to be able to speak freely. Right. Because it is our platform. This right. is Sizable Sex, powered by KT Miller and Janae Duckett. So, we can do what we want to do. Right. And sometimes I think we forget that because we, we, we kind of get in our head of, okay, if we say this, what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what, we do. what response we're we gonna get, or what kind of feedback are we gonna get? But I mean, I think we're at a point now where it's just like, if we can't be real about what's going on with then us, we need to go on the fuck on. Yeah, we need we to get, get gone. We need to go on the fuck on. I really feel that way. Just to be real, um, when I listen to other podcasts, they aren't sheltered, right. And I feel like we've been sheltering ourselves in a way. Mm-hmm. And it's time to branch out. It's time to be open. We right. want open discussions, so we need to be open with our sensible society community. Right. Because they are very open with us. Right. And I feel like we are always asking, you know, the sensible society to be candid. And we can yes. ask some very personal questions we can that we sometimes for answering <laughs> right that sometimes we tend not to even answer ourselves ourselves that's true so it's just like i'm at a point and i i think i speak for both of us like where i'm so raw to where all i can give you is what's me now yes yes and those that's been rocking with us i know they're continue and i know that we're gonna get other supporters just from us being raw and unfiltered and transparent that's the fact right so it's fucking now or never let's go so why have we been missing you can start Casey. do you want me to start with me yes yes because i think that people should know that though we have been missing together 
we kind of have had our own things going on, but we have still been able to make time for each other and yeah. be there for each other the way we need to be too. You know right. what I'm saying? Because so just because you ain't seen us out here, don't don't make it seem like we ain't still out here. Twin flame, we ain't going nowhere. Twin flame, period. We have been there with each other, um, for each other, right? But um. Just to start from the beginning, we dropped the last episode. We really had a lot of content planned. Mm -hmm. We planned on pushing out new content every week or Mm bi-weekly, as well as going live, as well as we had a whole summer collection that was supposed to drop for the sizable sex tees because the anniversary collection was lit that came out in May. Oh, yes. Um, And we were supposed to have a whole summer collection which we'll probably hold off to next year yeah because that shit is gonna be lit yeah period um, and then you gotta be the next summer once it get hot again yeah dropping <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um we plan and we had a lot outlined mm-hmm. it's just life happened life really happened life really really <laughs> happened um as far as me a lot of my reasons for not being with the community what the sexable society community was because i was working Mm -hmm. very hard on my business i don't broadcast my business a lot right which i don't know why i don't it's my platform i don't know but if y'all don't know i i am a licensed life insurance agent so i do work hard on that um, June was a big month. We had a convention in Atlanta that I had to go to, and it was just a lot going right. on. Mm-hmm. On top of that, um, my very best friend, Janae, went through a season, yeah. which caused me to go through a season that mm-hmm. I didn't even know I was about to go into. Girl, me and you both. <laughs> I did not know that it was going to hit me. Yeah. Like that song say, it came in like a wrecking ball. For I was real. just singing that song today. I promise you. That's how I feel like life. Girl, see, that's why I said we twin flames. Like, yeah. What the hell? I was just singing that song today. That's crazy. That just popped in and my I head. And I just think that's a beautiful ass song, even though it's like all over the place. Mm-hmm. I love that song. Me too. Um, I just love how raw Molly was. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. That's just how I feel. So that happened. Janae went into a season which caused me to go into a season and both seasons were absolutely necessary. Absolutely. And while we were going through it, it didn't seem like it because it was like, what the hell going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now that we are on um, the outside of it, we've already gone through it and we're here now. That's why I said it's just, it was absolutely necessary. Right, right, right. So, Janae, do you want to? Yeah. Yeah, T. I feel like I feel like I'm venting to my therapist again. I'm here. <laughs> we here. Um, so like with me, um, I feel like I actually came to a breaking point to where I could just no longer hide from myself. Um any of the demons that I'm sure that we all battle, you know, alone, we can get into our head sometimes. And I kind of was just at a point where I, I just couldn't, I couldn't be me. 
um, and realizing now and looking back on it now, I realized that who I was wasn't what I needed to be anyway. Yeah. And so it was kind of like um, a caterpillar. I was like in my cocoon and I didn't understand like where this is coming from. Why am I feeling so um, depressed and down? Why am I having these thoughts of suicide and just not wanting to live anymore? Because I mean, literally, I had things starting to look up in my life for yeah. the first time in a long time. Yes. But it was like mentally, I couldn't even accept the blessings. I couldn't even be thankful for you the little things. You weren't in a line. Right. I, I, I mean... I felt at that point totally undeserving of anything that was coming to me. Mm -hmm. And it was really just hard for me to focus and to put on any type of mask to, to be okay for other people. Yeah. And, um, I really was struggling. Katie, you know, it was a struggle. Um, and I said, I wasn't going to tell a whole lot of people this, but, um, on June the 25th, 2019, um, I was admitted into a mental institution um, called Marshall Pickens um, due to my mental health and me not wanting to live and having those thoughts of suicide. Um, um, (laughs) It all started that day. I went to the doctor. I had an appointment. I blacked out. And I basically, um, according to what the doctor put in a report, I said, I want to kill myself. And when she asked me how, I told her I wanted to take a bunch of pills. I just couldn't do it no more. And she had me admitted into the hospital. Yeah. I was there for a full seven days. And it was difficult because at that point, I was still in denial about what I was going through. I was still trying to save face and chill, still trying to have my shit together because i know that's what people always expect of me yeah you know what i'm saying so that was tough to be like i'm at a low point Mm -hmm. and i can't right now i was ashamed in a way you know what i'm saying again i wanted to run and hide so i did a week the first time um i went back in again the next week and I was there for approximately a week again so um it has been hard I ain't gonna stunt like I came out of this shit swinging because I lost the first round I really did I really lost the first round I had completely given up on myself my dreams and any hopes that anybody else had for me I was just over it Mm-hmm. And um without my friends, and I don't when I say friends, I don't even know why I'm saying it with an S. Without my friend KT, she was getting off work to come and see about me on my visiting days. And just to have a friend that seen me at my lowest point and she didn't look at me any differently. And uh in my mind, I thought that she was yeah, looking at me differently. And uh, she wasn't. She wasn't. She was there for me. And um, I can't thank her enough for that because I was so scared that she would feel like, man, why did I go into business with her? Why did I, you know, start this endeavor with her? And as soon as we're getting stuff off the ground, she wanted to clock out. So I felt like I was failing her. So it times it was hard for me to face her because 
KT is so strong and she's so patient and I don't have a lot of that. So it was almost intimidating to, you know, be around her. Girl, you got me crying. And, and to, you know, the, be in the face of her and she's being positive and in my head I'm just thinking all these negative thoughts. So, mm-hmm. girl, and just to add on to that, I seen you at your lowest, but I actually got to see you. And here I go crying for the first time. Because I feel like, I feel like a lot of the time, like, we would get deep, but it was still something there. Yeah. You know, it was still sort of on the surface. Yeah. And... I recognized it, but I also know everyone isn't built the same. Mm-hmm. And I also know that sh- I didn't even know some of my shit was on the surface because I wasn't ready to go deep yeah. with anyone mm-hmm. outside of myself. Right. So I understood it, but it was the first time that I seen you. Mm-hmm. And I seen you scared. And I seen you not have that that guard up or that wall or that facade. Yeah. The facade up. Facade. Facade up. I seen that. Mm-hmm. I seen that vulnerability. Right. And one of my biggest issues is struggle, struggling with being vulnerable. Me too. Me too. That's one of the biggest things ever to me because mm-hmm. we've been hurt. Mm-hmm. From childhood. Yeah. And being vulnerable is basically giving the person that sweet spot to hit. Yeah. It could be taken like as a weakness. Yeah. Yeah. That sweet spot to hit. And we all know that sweet spot hurts more than anything. Mm Mm-hmm. So, when I see you going through this. It just made me appreciate you more because I got to see that side. Because yeah. again, it's not a side that we show everybody. Mm-hmm. And it made me want to be there for you because I know if it was vice versa, you would be there for me. Most definitely. And I know I would need you. Mm-hmm. I would just need you because I always say that we are twin flames. We're, we're the same person, but we're on a different spectrum. Yeah. Opposite ends of the spectrum, Mm -hmm. but we balance each other out, right? We really do. Mm -hmm. So I know if you were low, I had to stay high Mm -hmm. to balance, and I did feel that to balance it out. Mm -hmm. There was no way I was gonna go below that high Mm -hmm. because I needed us to stay balanced. Period. Because, again, if it was vice versa, I would need the same thing. Yeah. Period. And being consistent with how you love somebody mm-hmm. is really showing them how you care about them. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Period. Throughout my life, when it, when it comes to different friendships, I noticed that the consistency part... Mm-hmm. Was the part that was always missing. Right. 
And that's why I'm not surprised that as I've gotten older, the friendships and the dynamic of friendships have changed. Right. The way I look at friendships really have even changed for me. Yes. And I just, it was just nothing. It was, it was nothing to be there. It was, it wasn't a burden. It wasn't extra. It wasn't nothing. I had to be there. Yeah. Period. And I thank you for letting me in. I thank you for letting me see you for the first time. And it's like hard for me to say that I need somebody. Yeah. But I'm at that point with you now, KT. I don't, what, you know, I was talking to my therapist about you and I was like, I don't want to become codependent on her, Mm -hmm. but I need her because you are that friend that no most friends wouldn't know that to okay you're low i need to be high mm-hmm. just the fact that you know that in and of itself is just like i know i i need you you yeah. know what i'm saying because yeah. what i'm learning from therapy <laughs> all the stuff i've been going through all the different medications that i'm on is that the journey to good mental health is not a straight line oh no it's not a straight line and at times I get frustrated because I feel those thoughts starting to creep back in. But now I'm at a place now where it's just like, how can you say that you're a goddess, but you can't look a person in the eye when they're talking to you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I feel like I'm coming out of something mm-hmm. in order to become more of what I need to be. And I was mad about the journey at first, but Mm -hmm. now I'm appreciative. Yeah. Because sometimes you don't even know that something is deeply wrong with you until you're at your low and then you look back and you start to recount, okay, how did I get here? Hindsight. And then you start to recount events and different things that happened, different things you went through. And I'm just like, in my mind, I'm thinking, how the fuck was I not here before now? How did I make it How was I functioning? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like now that you're you're arriving, so the the butterfly is being birthed, and it's so crazy that you said it because I said that um, last year was the year of the butterfly. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy how stuff goes mm-hmm. like with us, and and I say that Janae went through her season, which made me go through my season because when Janae was going through what she was going through, it made me realize that. I wasn't getting enough of what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I was settling with little stuff and, or maybe I was ashamed of what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I didn't think I deserved what I wanted or what I needed. But now it's just like, fuck all that. Yeah. I am KT Miller. I am one of one. And if this is what I want or what I need, this is what it is. And I don't give a fuck. About what nobody else have to say right. about it. Right. Because that ain't my issue. Yep. The only person I have to be there for wholeheartedly, 100% of the time, is myself. Yep. Can't nobody else give me what I want or need right. other than me. Right. And that comes with listening to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me go into that season because, like you said, it. It made you face yourself, mm-hmm. but it made you listen mm-hmm. and actually acknowledge what the hell's wrong. Right. And to be able to say 
like what I was going through out loud and all mm-hmm. the emotions and all of the thoughts and stuff that was racing in my head. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I was going to be perceived as somebody who had went crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And with talking to you and talking to a few others, like I'm just learning like that this is a common thing. Yeah. It's just that our community doesn't talk about it. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing it a lot more now. I'm not going to lie. I see it on my Facebook timeline. I don't know if you do as well. Yeah. I'm depressed. I'm I'm down. You know, I, uh, you know, I'm hanging on by a screen, different posts. And I'm just like, wow, it's an epidemic. It is. But some people aren't getting the help that they need out of fear that people are going to judge them. And I feel like a lot of people don't get the help that they need because they don't really acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. They don't accept it. Mm -hmm. Because it's fucking scary. Yeah. But it's necessary. Yes. They don't accept it. You can't come to Facebook with your issues Mm -hmm. and then just go about your regular day-to-day life like it's nothing. Right. If you come in a facebook and saying that you're depressed you need to look at your stuff in the mirror mm-hmm. and say you are depressed we have to get you out of this right right talk to yourself like that i talk to myself yeah <laughs> i do now i didn't do that now but um i talk to myself like home girl yeah that ain't it yeah i'm got to the point where i look in the mirror and actually talk to myself that was one thing that my therapist told me to do mm-hmm. it's like you know because she asked me how long how often do you look at yourself in the mirror i'm like well you know when i'm taking pictures she's like no how often do you stand in the mirror and, and just look at yourself yes and, and say positive affirmations mm-hmm. how often do you do that i'm like never well, how do you expect to have this confidence and be able to talk to people and look them in the eye and not feel intimidated and all these things when you can't even look in the mirror at your own self? Yeah, that's real. And I'm just like, well, damn. Right. And so I'm doing that more and more. Sometimes I look in the mirror, I may cry. Sometimes I may laugh. Sometimes I may not have any emotion at all, but I'm getting to know me all over again mm-hmm. because i feel like a new me yeah and i i see that like yeah. i said i could tell um the different phases that you were in just by speaking to you mm-hmm. like at first i said it was the it was the now mm-hmm. and then it was recognition mm-hmm. it then it was accepting right and then that sparked the healing yep and that's not even saying that you're healed now. Right. It started the healing process. Right. And that's where I'm at. The healing process. The healing process. Yeah. Yeah. And it made me realize a lot in me. Like I used to jokingly say, oh, I have a breakdown three to four times a year. Mm-hmm. You have literally joked and said that. Yes. And that was real shit. Literally, I would just, one day I would. I'll just be over it. I'll be crying. I'll be belligerent. My emotions will be up and down, mm-hmm. hot and cold, on and off. I don't know what to do. I don't want to talk to nobody. Let me delete all my social media accounts. I don't want to see nothing. I don't want to hear nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. That's not normal. It really isn't. And we try to normalize stuff that's not really normal so that we don't feel in any way abnormal. Right. Right. And once it was over, oh, okay, well, I'm done. 
no, that's not normal. And I realized what it was is I'm an empath. Mm-hmm. So oh, feelers, feelers I would take on everybody's emotions and then have my own emotions. And I didn't have a way to release these emotions. Mm-hmm. And then I would feel used because why, these are not even my emotions, right. you know? Mm-hmm. But then I would feel not cared for. So then I'm feeling like nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and so then. I'm feeling like, well, I don't give a fuck about nobody. Right. And then it would just spark. It would, it would snowball. Yep. It would just get big. What they say, spiraling. Yes. You start spiraling from there. And honestly, I don't even think I've had a breakdown this year. Maybe. If I did, it had to be the top of the year. That is a blessing. Yeah. And that was only because, number one... The fake friends are gone. <laughs> I ain't got no fake friends in my these one-sided friendships. Yep. Of which I'm taking care and nurturing for one person and it's not being reciprocated. Right. So that's not the mix. And then I'm not hearing the negativity all the time. Right. It's so important what you listen to. Right. Oh, people don't take that in consideration. And by no means are we saying don't listen to your friends if they have problems. But I'm sorry. Something that I was also going through during this time is, you know, I was going on Facebook and I'm seeing everybody else is happy. Everybody yeah. else got their shit together. And I'm about to be 30 and I feel like I don't have my shit together. That's the way I was feeling. So it was further bringing me down. Mm-hmm. If you are feeling that way, I encourage you to take your eyes off of Facebook yeah. because you'll get consumed and feeling like you want the life that somebody has on Facebook when you may not even know what they're going through no, outside of social media. The facade. Right. The facade. And, and going back to what you listen to, if you hang around 10 negative Nancy's, I guarantee you, I put money on it right now. You're going to be the 11. Oh, yeah. May not be in the beginning. Mm-mm. But energy is transferable. Yes. And Eventually, if you let a person, they will suck the life out of you. Suck the God. Leech. Leech on your... Especially if you're a light. Mm. Especially... I found that a lot of times in my friendships, I was dimming my light. To convenience there. Wow. If I'm a light, I need to shine regardless. Right. We need to shine off each other. But I was dimming my light to convenience there. And then at the end of the day, when I'm dim and I'm fighting for my light again, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. It's because I brought myself down. Right. Because of these other people. So people that the people that you have around you, I, you we used to hear all the time, you are who you hang around. Yes. And people don't like to believe that, but that is so true. Right. And it ain't even got to do with, oh, she a hoe. Oh, yeah. Oh, she this and she that. But the mindset yep. of the people that you hang around make you who you are. Absolutely. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. If you hang around 10 geniuses, you're going to be the 11th one. Right. You hang around 10 businessmen and women, you're going to be the 11th one. Yep. They ain't got nothing to do about how they move with their body or whatever the case. Because we always like to bring that shit up. But when it comes to their mental and how they think and how yep. they move and how they operate. And how they treat other people. Ooh. 
can't forget that how they treat other people all of that rubs off on you yes protect yes. your energy protect your peace we really gotta start knowing who who means as well and who doesn't and we see it yeah because it, it, you'll get to a point where you question if everybody means you well and you may have that one person that has been nothing but good to you that you could push away just because you you're so used to people doing you dirty right case in point me mm-hmm when I was feeling down, you know, I'm telling KT how I felt about this, you know, and, and, and I think the universe is you were so strong and you could be like, nah, girl, no, nah, yeah. you, you're not. Yeah. But, you know, for some people, they, they could have just pushed them away right there. Oh, she yeah. going through something. Let me fall back. And you were trying to push me away. Yeah. Not intentionally. Yeah. But it was just like my mind was just like, I don't know. At one point, I feel like it's everybody out to get me. Everybody hates yeah. me. Nobody likes me. Girl, I you know? shit, shit like, <laughs> right, right. In case you was, I'm not even trying to hear that shit. Girl, like, girl, bye. <laughs> Chill. It to be like that, but um, that it's so true, and we also need to understand that friendships are just as important as romantic relationships mm. because your friendships are your support system. Mm-hmm. And if you look at your friends and that it is not a support system or and if it's not a reciprocal support system, if they aren't there as much as you are there for them, you need to let them go. Mm-hmm. Life is too short to have some fuck shit around you. Right. <laughs> to have some fuck shit around you and in your spirit. Mm-hmm. For real, we're, we're grown as hell. This yeah. ain't high school no more. Yep. This is real life. We have real issues. We go through real shit. Right. And I think that one thing that we have to understand, and I don't want to misquote Nipsey, but I believe this is a Nipsey quote. He says, when you have good intentions and a good heart, you don't lose people. People lose you. People lose you. That is a fact. That is a fact. Period. And we also need to understand. Now, we ain't saying that like everybody is sour, everybody green, Mm -hmm. everybody whatever, but everybody goes through their season. Yep. And when it comes to that, when you're in, when someone is in their off season, they can't do right by you. Right. So they then have to still grow and learn and get to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. And then that's that. Right. But also we need to learn that they're seasoned. Right. And even though they're not aligned with you right now. Mm-hmm. Later on, they may be. You still need to gauge right. if y'all are still fit for each other. Because uh, just like a relationship, like you might break up with somebody because they don't communicate, they don't do this, they don't do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, a year later, they communicate and they doing this and they doing that. But are they still in a line with you? Because it may be something else now. Right. That's Did they fact. need to work on? We just need to learn that all connections aren't good connections. Right. All ties aren't good ties. Right. 
and also learn the role that somebody plays in your life like I see so many girls I've never been one of these girls that had a lot of friends but I see girls that have a lot of friends and they try to treat all their friends the same way mm-hmm. but but you don't know you know what I'm saying Becky she may be good to just party with and you need to keep her on that don't tell her your business you just party with her she's a good time but then you might have Jessica who you can bear your soul to and she feed life into you and give you the, and you if you try to put them all on the same playing field you may end up telling somebody don't got no business knowing nothing about you stuff mm-hmm. that they should know because that's not the role they're supposed to oh, play in your yes, life yes, understand me, the me, role me. and, and I, I don't want to call out my mom but I have to say this when I was going through when I was going through what I was going through or can, mm-hmm. am going through um, I was in the hospital and I was in the hospital, well, at Marshall Pickens for about five days before I decided to tell my mom what was going on with me. Mm-hmm. And when I did, she said some hurtful things. I'm not going to share what she said because I don't want to embarrass her. Right. She said some hurtful things and it hurt me to the core. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But I had to realize her role and the role that she's always played in my life. My mom has never really been that nurturing to me. So I can't expect for that light switch to turn on. Yes. But I need my mother in other ways. Yes. Yeah. And so I need to realize, you know what I'm saying, the role that she plays in my life in that fact. And I and that just started making me look at roles that everybody was playing. Okay, you mm-hmm. play this role. Let me get these roles in order because maybe I'm getting stuff mixed up when I'm thinking in my head. My mom should be able to be everything for me. But you know what that is? You want to know what that is? What? Accepting. Oh. Yeah. Accepting mm-hmm. shit for what it is. Mm-hmm for what it isn't right and just learning to deal with the things that i can change not the shit that i can't because mm-hmm. you'll drive yourself crazy trying mm-hmm. to change other people yeah you really will and that that was part of what i was going through i wanted people i had roles that i felt like people needed to be playing in my head and because they wasn't playing them the role that i needed them to play mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i started feeling like it's me Oh, it's me. It's, it's it's my fault why you can't give me this or give me that. And this. it has nothing to do with nothing you. Nothing to do nothing with me. at all. It's probably stuff that they didn't deal with. No, exactly. Yes. So now that I'm realizing it and I'm learning that, that took a whole lot of weight, weight off yes. my shoulder. Yes. And it brings you such peace to only be worried about you. Yes. It Ugh. brings you such peace to not take shit personally. Right. Because it has everything to do with them and nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a different level. Mm-hmm. Once you get to that level. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Right. And being at peace, it should be the priority in everyone's life. And you need to understand that nobody else can complete you. Mm, mm, nobody. Mm. Say that one more time. They can compliment you, Ooh. but nobody completes you other than yourself. Nobody makes you happy mm-hmm. other than yourself. Nobody makes you whole other than yourself. And stop putting that responsibility on other people. Take responsibility for your own happiness, your own joy, your own peace. Stop looking for that in other people. 
partners and friendships and, and family members and all, stop looking for it and find it within yourself. Yeah. Because you'll always be searching if you put it in the hands of somebody else. Exactly. So that's where the fuck sizable sex has been. Yeah. In a nutshell, going through, getting going through. through life. Yeah. Growing mm-hmm. through life. Yeah. Finding that peace. Yeah. Finding oneself. Mm-hmm. Going through that co- cocoon mm-hmm. and birthing that butterfly. Yeah. That's what sizable sex has been. Yeah. And we felt it was really important that we discuss this. Right. Because I'm telling you, if it's 10, if it's 100 people lined up right now, 98 people will be able to relate to what right. we're talking to. Right. Me talking about. And um, for me, opening up is a way to let people know out there, you are not mm-hmm. alone. I don't care what you see on Facebook, the happy posts, Instagram, Snapchat, you are not alone know that and know that i'm in the background because i just want all my people to feel good and have joy i feel like all of us deserve that we do we 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 deserve to dance in the rain right and be happy right right we deserve to know what it is that we want and what we don't want right and be unapologetic Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. we deserve to be unapologetic about what we want and what we don't want right we deserve to be unapologetic about what we need and what the fuck we don't need right and not fear how this gonna make the other person feel or or and not fear being judged for it Mm -hmm. period when it comes to any area, aspect of your life, it doesn't matter if it's your friend, it's your lover, it's your job, it's your career. Job. Any of that. Mm-hmm. Learn to be unapologetic about what suits you. Right. You only get one life to live. Mm-hmm. And I'll be damned if I look back 20 years from now saying I should have said something. Right. Or I shouldn't have took that. Yeah. I should have stood up for myself. Or I should have walked away. Period. I should have washed my hands. I'll be damned. So I wish that for each and every one that listens, all of our sexual society members. Men and women. Alike. Men. Yes. Men. 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 These black men are out here killing themselves mm-hmm. at an unprecedented rate. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they feel like the the way society views a man and the role that a man should play. They can't have emotions. In societies. Yeah. They're weak if they do. They're, they're weak. They were never taught how to properly and effectively communicate. Right. So they don't know how to. Mm-hmm. So then all they're doing is talking to themselves. Mm-hmm. playing this shit to themselves i'm not worthy i'm not enough i'm not this um i don't got it together i gotta have this money i gotta listen chasing the things that don't mean the thing and then they get it and they're finding out dang i'm still not happy because now what's what is it now they're so lost 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 so yearning mm-hmm. to be still right there's some shit. Right. 
when your soul is yearning to be still, mm-hmm. that's a different feeling. It really is. It you really just is. don't know. Like, just that's how I explain myself when I'm going through whatever I'm going through. I feel like my soul is shaking mm-hmm. in my body. Just just not still mm-hmm. and at peace. So, because it's not still, my balance is off. Right. I can't get right. I can't get centered. Right. And that's crazy because that was the main thing that I don't know if you remember me telling you. It was to a point where I was separating out the two. You know what I'm saying? My mental, um, uh, my physical body and my my soul, my spirit. I was separating them out because I couldn't. It's like they couldn't cohabitate. Yeah. Yeah, they were pulling me in different directions, and mm-hmm. they couldn't cohabitate. So yes, I absolutely know how that feels. Yeah, I hope that whoever is listening to this takes some notes and finds their peace. Mm-hmm. I hope they steal their spirit. Slow it down. Mm-hmm. When Medea said, peace be still. Right. <laughs> that is real. Yeah. Now, when you find that stillness, that's when you become centered. Right. And when I say centered, people are like, what does that mean? Basically, you can stand with your shoulders out and your head up high. Your body is aligned. People don't understand that how we slouch. Mm-hmm. All, all of that has a lot to do with our mood. Yep. But when you are centered and you're grounded, baby. Yep. The shoulders are back. You can breathe. Mm-hmm. Yet your chin You feel is lighter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You floating. Mm-hmm. And I just encourage all people to remember because I feel like sometimes we try to speed up our growing and our healing process to try to keep up with everybody else. I want y'all to remember, we learned this when we were young. The tortoise run that waist. Mm-hmm. The hair didn't. Mm-hmm. So take your time and find yourself. And don't rush yourself. Don't rush yourself. But also put some effort mm into what you want a lot of people like to say oh everybody goes at their own pace which is true Mm -hmm. but you still need to put some effort behind your actions of what you want to see yeah that doesn't mean you you be lazy and it is what it is and oh this is life but you know it's going to happen when it happens Mm -hmm. no you have to put effort behind your peace right you have to put effort behind your stillness Nothing comes easy. No, it might take you longer than someone else, but you have to put in the effort. Be your own competition. Yes. Period. You need to fight to move yourself out the way. Right. But before you do that, you want to look yourself dead in your fucking eye. Mm -hmm. And and. Recognize and accept. Mm-hmm. Then move that motherfucker on out of the way mm-hmm. and do what you need to do. Yep. 
but you're gonna have to put some effort behind it. I really truly think that that may be the key of breaking generational curses. Oh, yes. Because when you just go with the flow and, and you know, everything that your family may have went through, you're settling into that mm-hmm. instead of I'm gonna break the mold. Mm-hmm. That's that's if you break the mold and decide I'm gonna be different. I'm going to fight for what may have not been done in my family in years past. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be the difference. Yes. That's how you break a generational curse. Yes. And they are real. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. They are real. Shit. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That's a fact. And I just hope that y'all really listen to what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Really use this. To start a new chapter of some sort, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And goddamn, love yourself. Love yours. For real, love yourself. Sizable sex was MIA because we were working through life and learning to love ourselves in the stage that we are in. Right. Now. That's what we're doing in a nutshell. If that's the short story, that's the short version. <laughs> in the last 90 days, but we are here now. Mm-hmm. And it's still a process. And we're right. still going to be growing and going right. through this. And y'all are going to be here. But we want it, like like Janae said, we want it to be transparent. Right. Because we asked a, a lot of the sexual society to bear um, these sexual desires mm-hmm. or these intimate desires. They don't even have to be sexual. They could just be intimate. Intimate, yeah. And that's big. Mm -hmm. But in return, we have to do the same for y'all. Yeah. And I'm grateful that I have my own platform that I can do that on. Right. And I really and truly just want people to know that here today, when you guys hear this, like we're at a point to where I feel like we're ready to stand in who we are. Yes. Because we've been told from multiple different people from different walks of life. And at this point, it's either we're going to stand in it or we're going we gonna to run from it. We're going to stand in it and we're going to run to it. Right. <laughs> so if y'all ready to take that journey with us, sexual society, y'all want to pledge ourselves in to standing in who you are, standing in your power. Hey, join our hand and. We'll walk this journey together. Let's go. Let's go. But we all have to be in a mentally safe and good place. Yeah. Together. Mm-hmm. I know we talk about sex a lot and we talk about pleasure. But, but this is part of it, though. Yeah. Because when you're not in a good headspace, I don't know about everybody else and their sexual tendencies. When I ain't in a good headspace, I Girl, can't even get horny. Like it's, it's a wrap. Me either. Because <laughs> if I can't perform my best, I ain't trying to perform. <laughs> and period. Also, it lets you know like your boundaries and what you want and how mm-hmm. you want it. And it makes you be able to speak your piece and say it out loud. And like I said, say it unapologetically. Mm-hmm. If you want your God, if you need a partner that tie you up, don't stop till you find that partner that ties you up. Period. Self pleasure. Mm-hmm. Self. Mm-hmm. Pleasure comes before anything. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and I feel like a lot of people aren't 
satisfied sexually because they haven't put their stuff as the priority. Right. And they don't tell people what they really want. Nope. They just expect the person to know. Yep. And then judge the person when they don't know what. I ain't in your head. And then they they get feared of being judged. But if how the hell are you with somebody who you feel would judge, judge you? That is a topic for a whole nother discussion. We could just talk about that. And we need to we are gonna talk about these people who are in relationships where they aren't sexually satisfied. Right. Because that that has a lot to do with them personally and they don't even know it. Right. Right. We'll we'll talk about that later though. <laughs> but yes, sex society. We really just want to come to y'all with the real, the raw, and the in the truth. We love the hell out of y'all. Facts. This, this journey has been an amazing journey. Mm-hmm. It's had its ups and downs already. We only a year into this motherfucker, so wait till five years from now when we on our damn um, show, live shows and all that. Right, and we're gonna see where we're at then, but. We've learned a lot in this year, and I feel like it has set the foundation for success. Right. Absolutely. It has set the foundation for success. All we got to do is put effort into right. it. Right. And I feel like that's the part done. of the journey where we're at now. It's putting forth that effort. Yeah. So that we've already told the universe what we desire. Now we just need to make sure we're in line. And we're getting in alignment with what? we desire and what we deserve right so we can receive it mm-hmm. and then baby it's on yeah ain't no stopping it right snowball Full ain't nobody gonna make do shit ain't nobody gonna make say shit it is what it is at that point and it ain't what it ain't right and i'm fucking ready and i love y'all again i love y'all so much yeah and janae we ain't going nowhere we ain't going nowhere you ain't pushing me away I'm not. <laughs> we here. We here. <laughs> Man. I'm just, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We are back. We are here. We're going to be having a fall collection dropping soon for the teas. Excuse me. It's going to be different. We want to bring a different vibe um, to it. Um, Again, we're on our self, personal self journeys. Yeah. You know, yeah. I got my business outside of this. So if you need life insurance, holla at me. Holla. I don't, I don't plug myself. Holla, holla, holla. I don't plug myself on my own shit. If you need life insurance, holla at me. Holla. Um, and yes. Oh, and I just want to say if anything that we have said um, resonates, whether you hear this on SoundCloud, Facebook, wherever you hear this particular episode, if anything that we have said resonates with you um, or is on your heart or something that you're going with, share it because you never know who else may be feeling that way. You know what I'm saying? Share it. As a matter of fact, not only share it, talk to us, inbox us. Um, we have our number. Um, I don't always know the right words to say, but if you hit me up, I promise you, I promise you, I, I'll tell you what I can and what I don't, what I know. And if I don't know what I tell you, I don't know it. So if you're going through something and you feel like you don't have anybody to talk to, you can hit me up, hit KT up. <laughs> and also, if you feel like you're in, not in a um in a good space mm-hmm. and you're having suicidal 
thoughts, reach out to a suicide helpline. Yes, I wish reach I had out a number. To, um, I have one, 1-800-273-8255, 1-800-273-8255. Um, reach out to your primary care physician. Right. Get that. Get help. Whatever help you feel like you may need. You might not need to go and sit down for a minute like I had to do. But there are all kind of programs that they offer just if you want to talk to somebody about what you're going through. Because sometimes it really does help to have somebody that's outside of your circle that doesn't know anything about you and only can, per, you know, perceive what you're telling them and be able to give you, you know, their professional opinion that helps and I was one of the people that I was not really with therapists but I'm really really learning to like be able to like bear my soul to somebody who don't know me from a can of paint right. so hey do it and again that number is 1-800-273-8255 that is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline it is 24 hours and it is toll free Use your available resources. Get right. the book off Facebook. Right. Look forward to this new chapter on Sizable Sex Podcast history. And we look forward to just all the love and all the light we'll be receiving. Um, and we look forward to the universe opening doors. Yeah. That we ain't even know they'll be open. Mm-hmm. Um and again, we love y'all. Right. And we wish that for you as well, that doors open that you didn't know that were going to be open. Yes. So, peace, love, and light. Light, mm. stillness, wholeness, joy. joy. <laughs> yes. I ain't even going to say sunshine and rain. I was about to get to singing. <laughs> but yes, all of that. All right. We love y'all. All right. Peace. In the moment when you came to see me, I felt you when I saw your eyes. When you told me the darkness would free me, you came and gave me. Will you fall somewhere between?
I'm like rain don't dirt when my brokenness I got scars on my heart so I won't forget And I forgive but I still gotta mark the sin Forever be the irrelevant part of the show So I'll explain every time everywhere we go Pain is a thing that'll make you grow But it can show your weakness if you can't control it I'll make it known if you don't get on what I do You should just walk alone Let me be alone I'm just trying to zone to get deeper Deeper And my right hand is a blue top And my left hand is two shots Same cup Pull a second need to change up Cause people don't understand the way I'm made up and no, I mean good, but they only see the worst Singing what I did wrong, and they telling that first They don't give me a chance, I mean, I ain't mean to hurt nobody I mean, damn, I was only trying to help somebody I'm like, man, I'll never get a break A lot of these people can't see it in my face They too busy telling me everything I ain't But never did try to help the situation change Like, I done been hurt too Been down with my shirt in the dirt too All I know was I done had to work through Nobody said, hey, you need help, dude And people already know what I do for friends And that's the least bit Love is, the least is, what you is, what I am, and it's the deepest part of me. (laughs) 